Rabbi a good morning, a good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, Kaidish Parshas, Acharemus Kedoshim, Tovshin Pei Aleph. I have to tell you, I'm recording this recording a little bit jet-lagged as I returned on Wednesday from a beautiful trip to the United States of America. And uh, we were Zohar, while we were there, to be Mekai in the midst of Kibbeneim, to be able to visit my mother, Shabika Zutten Stark, and I hadn't been able to see her for so many and so many months because of the epidemic. And we, we're very, very thankful that she is healthy. We were able to see her. And at the same time, we had the opportunity to see many, many Ner Yaakov Talmidim. And we had a lot of Nachas. We weren't able to see everybody on a short schedule. But whoever we were able to see, it's all a reminder of what kind of chesed HaKadosh Baruch was doing for us. And during this time, I must say out publicly... We were zochet to two great chasadim of a Kaddish Baruch uh, One that we were zochet to have for the first time, a great-grandchild, a granddaughter that was born to our son, Dovber. I might have mentioned it in the previous uh, podcast. We'll mention it again. And uh, last night was the official vart erison of a grandson, to the son of our daughter, Batsheva, and our son-in-law, Bizi Talba. Their son, Yisrael, who's their oldest son, became a chassan. Last night was the Erisin to a very, very chash of a girl named uh, Baruch Khan, whose grandfather is one of the Rosh Hashivas and one of the important Israeli Yeshivas, Yeshivas Ma'ara Talmud. And he's known to be a big tzaddik. And there were a lot of wonderful people that were there. So what can we say? All we can say is to be Meshabeach, to thank him for all the goodness and the kindness and to express our Kar Satov. And uh, we want to wish young couple, we want to wish the young great-granddaughter they should grow and they should be healthy and they should be able to be a source of nachas to their families, to the Rabbeinu Shalom and to Gantz Klal Yisrael. And we extend this blessing to all the Talmidim and to all our friends there should be a lot of simchas. There should be a lot of good health. In this week's parsha, I want to zero in on two things. Number one is, Acharemais is unfortunately apropos because it speaks about the death of the sons of Aaron, Nadav, and Avil. And at this time of the year, when we're mourning for the Talmidim of Rebbe Kiva that passed away, Ben Pesach Latzeres, as we said, Magefa, something that now we understand. Uh, more personally because we've gone ourselves through a pandemic, but they died because there's a famous word that we've said over in the past, but it's worthwhile to repeat it. And we'll try to flesh that out and to speak about a different aspect of that particular parsha, which is all really in Parsha's Kedoshim. And we're going to say some stories and hopefully everyone will get chizuk from all of this. So the famous question that we always raise is, is that the reason why the Talmud of Rabbi Kiva passed away? They didn't. They want. They didn't act properly to each other. So the question is: Is that a reason to be a chay of misa? And the answer that we usually give is: Is that on their level, Hakadosh Baruch was medakted with tzaddikim kechutasayru, and therefore they should have midnagul kavod zelazeh. Or it could be some say that since Rabbi Kiva is the one that taught the mitzvah of the they themselves should have known better. So, so therefore, that's the reason why they were taken away. I once heard a teretz b'shem Rav Shach Zetzal. Rav Shach said that since the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, we find out that after they died, there were five Talmidim that remained 
the Chachme Hadorim, and from them came out the Messiris Hatorah, everything that we have today. So it seems that Rabbi Akiva was the one that was the Meiser Hatorah. And therefore, these Talmidim, all of the 24,000 Talmidim, they themselves were supposed to be Meiser Hatorah, people that give over the Torah. And since they had a din of Meiser Hatorah, Meiser Hatorah has a different level of how he's supposed to act. And therefore, the the din was more crucial on them. But we always like to say over a vart, which we saw from Rav Pinchas Friedman, it's brought down in the Sefer from Rav Schlesinger, that's all, Rav Schlesinger Shlita Rav of Gilo, and he bases it upon a vart of the Belzer Rebbe. We know that Rav Akiva said, Rav Akiva said, Klau Godel Batoira, Bahafta Lerecha Kamacha. This is a Klau Godel in the Torah. And the question is, what's the Klau Godel Batoira? And to great mitzvah, no question about it. But it seems that it's not just a great mitzvah, it's like the Klau Godel Batoira. And this is something that we have to understand. The second thing is that everyone's familiar with the beginning of that Pasuk, which says, Not everyone's familiar with the end of the Pasuk. And the end of the Pasuk is, You should love your friends, you should love your neighbors, like yourself, because I am Hashem. The simple understanding is that Hashem loves everybody, therefore you should also love everybody. But what's the lesson of and Kini Hashem? The Belzer Rebbe says, I will explain it like this. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to create the world with Midas Hadin. According to the real dictates of the world, God is very, very strict. When a person does a mitzvah, you get roared. When a person does an Avera, he gets punished. And therefore, according to the strictness of the law, if a person passes, does a certain type of Avera, he could be stricken from the world. It says HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw that the world could not exist. It can't be so exact. People are human. They have human failings. He saw the world could not exist, and therefore he he, he bonded together. He was meshatev the midas arachamim. That is a concept of mercy, and therefore Hakadosh Baruch has rachmanus. And even if a person sins right away, Hakadosh Baruch gives a person a chance to do tshuva, and that's the concept of the tshuva process. So we know that midas hadin is the concept of elokim. Elokim is Midas Adin, and Hashem, Yud Kevavke, is Midas Arachamim. So the Pasuk, the Belzer Rebbe says, saying a fantastic thing. How does it work that a person is able to somehow get through this world and not have the Midas Adin upon him? So the answer is, when we act in kind, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu is acting towards us, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu is using the Midas Arachamim, how does, what is that Kaddish Baruch Hu showing us that he has love for us and therefore he has mercy upon us? So how do we somehow respond to that? If, we're our, if we are people that are if we love our friends, we go out of, out of our space, so to speak, and we show Midas Arachim to another person, another human being, another human being then Kamaycha, Kamaycha is a Gematria 86, which is Midas Adin, then the Kamaycha turns into Kiani Hashem, turns into Midas HaRachman. Then we can use the Midas HaRachman. If you use Vahavta Recha, and it's the Ava of HaKadosh Baruch then the Kamaycha will now be joined together with the Kiani Hashem, and the Midas HaRachman will save a person. And therefore, that's the Pshat. The Pshat is the Talmud and Rebbe Kiva, they themselves, 
if they would have been Nagu Kovid Zelazeh, then they would have been saved. But because they were not Nagu Kovid Zelazeh, they didn't act kindly to their friends. Therefore, they didn't bring the Midas Harachim into the world. And we have a rule, ain't tzaddik There's no tzaddik in the world that doesn't do some sort of sin. So therefore they were judged harshly because in their, in their pristine state, they were not really um, exempt from all of the Averas that every person does. So they might have this Avera and that Avera, and HaKadosh Baruch is very, very strict. That's the way HaKadosh Baruch created the world. And therefore... The antidote in order for a person to get through the Midas Hadin is to bring the Midas HaRachim into the world. If they would have been Nagu Kavad Zelazeh, then they would have brought Midas HaRachim, they would have brought the Haftal Recha, and therefore the Kamaycha would have turned into Ani Hashem. That's a word from the Belzer Rebbe. Schlesinger adds on from Repinchus Friedman, very interesting insight. We find that the Gemara says in Mesech Tatainis that a Tamat Chachim that learns alone there's a sword on the haters of which is a euphemism to describe people that are learning Torah but they learn alone and they're not and they, they're Isaac and Torah by themselves they don't bond together with their friends in the learning and they like, keep to themselves why is there a sword? the sword is the Midas Adin and we find this in a very interesting halacha. The Maril writes in Hilchus Ksiva Sefer Torah that the halacha is that when you write a letter in the Torah, the way a cipher writes, I'm not a cipher, but the cipher can tell you, you Maril says you write the letters from left to right. You start from the left side, let's say a shin, you start from the left-hand side, and then you'll go to the right-hand side. That's when you're writing a letter. But words, words go from right to left. What's the concept that the letters go from left to right and the words go from right to left? The answer is we know Yisrael is an acronym to describe Yesh Shishim Ribui Oisius Latayra. Every single Jew is considered like an ice in the Torah. Every single one of us has a letter in the Torah. That's why sometimes you find people that have the minig that they look at the Sefer Torah when it's being put back by the Galila, they try to see their letter in the Torah, because everyone has an ice in the Torah. So the concept is like this, we are all Isias. So when an ice is written, a letter is written, it's alone. It's all alone. But what happens when it is written as a word, so what happens is that the letter starts out starting on the left. Left always represents Midas Adin, that's Rihuk. Mismol is to be merachik, while Midas Harachim goes from the Yamin. So therefore we start with the Midas Hadin from the left in the letter itself. That's because when the letter is alone. But when the letter is combined with the, with the entire word, now it gets the Kayach of the Yamin, of the word which starts from the right-hand side. And that's the Pshat. Amar Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said, you should love your friend. Why? Because it's a klal gadol batayra. In the, in the halacha of Ksivas, Sefer you can see this tremendous halacha of understanding how deep the message of Avasareim, because Avasareim is really the cure for us to be able to withstand the Midas Adin. I want to illustrate this, Rabbi Zayn. 
with two things. The one is I said over a Maisa yesterday, a Maisa Gadol, to show how much a person has to love another person. And it also is an aspect of a relationship between Rabbeim and Talmidim. Rabbi uh, Shlomo Zalman Orbach Zatzal was Rashiva Yeshiva Skaltura. There was a Talmud in the Yeshiva who unfortunately broke the rules. He get, didn't act the way Yeshiva Bachar, and again, Kultur is a pretty serious Yeshiva. And Dan Hola made a decision that he has to be asked to leave. Not a, not a light decision. Shlomo Zalman was Rashiva. In the morning when the boy was asked to leave, he told another boy to order a taxi. The taxi should be outside of the yeshiva at 10 o'clock in the morning. And he called in this boy to his office at 9.45 when everyone else was in Seder. And he told him some, listen, Anhala decided you have to leave the yeshiva. You, you understand why the decision was made. It's painful. But come, let's go together. They went to the dormitory, to his own room. But he did it at a time when all the other Bachram were in the Seder. So the boy shouldn't be embarrassed. And he told the Bachram, go in, pack your things, and I'm waiting for you. So Mazama waited for him. And when he came out with the suitcase, he said, come. And they walked outside, and there was a taxi waiting. And the Mazaman goes into the taxi and told the Bachram, come into the taxi with me. And he tells the taxi driver to take this Bachram to his house in, in Shari Chesed. And they go to Shari Chesed. And he says, come upstairs. The boy comes upstairs with the suitcase. And Rabshalom Zalman tells his Rebetzin, we have a very, very chash of a guest, a very chash of a bachar that came. And he's going to eat a meal with us. And the Rebetzin made a delicious meal. And Rabshalom Zalman was makar of this bachar. And he sat with him and they had a delicious meal. And then he told the bachar, listen, I know you're tired. You might be upset. I want you to rest in my house. And he put him to sleep in his own bed. Can you imagine? The Rashiva, great Gadol, puts this Talmud to sleep in his own bed. This boy really wasn't able to sleep much, but the Rashiva said to sleep. He went to try to go to sleep. And he hears the Shlomo Zalman on the telephone. After a while, the Shlomo Zalman called the boy's parents and he said, I want to tell you, the Yeshiva had to make a decision that your son had to leave. But I have to tell you, your son is a wonderful boy. And when he comes home, you should be makabal and besave upon him, be makabal and properly. And I'm responsible that I'm going to find the yeshiva for him. And don't worry about it. He's going to be in a very, very good yeshiva. And the boy went home. But listen how he went home. He went home after the yeshiva treated him with golden gloves. After the yeshiva showed him respect. And then within the month, Rav Zalman called him and said, I found a new yeshiva that's just opening. And you'll be a new Talmud there like everybody else. No one will know your background. You'll have a fresh new start. And then... The Bacha went to that yeshiva. He felt good about himself. And every week, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman would call him and would uh, ask him how he's doing for an entire year. This Talmud that was asked to leave yeshiva's kaltara ended up becoming a big Talmud Chacham. He himself became a Rebbe in yeshiva. And he was able to say the reason why it happened is because there was a person that understood the Yisrael of Hafta Lerecha Kamecha understanding that we have to love every friend. And I want to say that I saw that Revolbi brings down that there's a concept of yedidus, of friendship. Like we say in Davening, v'yedidim hevarta. Yedidim shiros v'sishbachos. We say it in Ezra's. The problem is sometimes we we only talk about the negatives. We should not allowed to hate another friend. We all about sinus achim, not speaking Lashon Hara. 
But we don't accent the positive. The positive is we have to look for friendship and to recognize how every single Jew to something special, to Ziedidus, to something which we have in common, and to look how we can create friendships, how we can look over, how we can look at our friends and recognize how every single one of us has something special. I was on the plane, I was flying, and there were a lot of young uh, yeshiva couples. And at one point, I had gotten some water from the steward, and one of the young, young, younger lights, later on, he stopped the stewardess and said, can you get me some water? And the stewardess was very busy. And I had an extra bottle of water, and I quickly gave it to him. It's a very, very simple act. He says, wow, thank you so much. I said, yeah, take the water. You told you get the water from the stewardess. You have the water. Rabbi said, if we look to do chesed, if we look to be in the mitzvah, there's no question that this is the kedoshim to you, that we can ourselves aspire to become. I want to give a bracha to everybody that the Shabbos, the Shabbos before Lag Ba'aymer, we should be Zoychemir Tzashem to a lot of Avas Reim. It should be Kedoshim to you. It should be Vahafzal Recha Kamaycha. It should be that HaKadosh Baruch will be Mezakas with Brachas, Yeshuas, Refuas, Simchas for us and for all of Klai So wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.